0: Hello, I'm Craig Download from Soapbox Rocket, and this is Launchpad Problems, episode number nine. Oh, uh, here's we've had about. This is Houston, say again, please. Oh, uh, here's we've had about. So today's problem is building a tori on the t- on the summit of Mount Fuji. So uh, first, quick, uh, I guess, background. Uh, a tori is a uh, that. Stereotypical Japanese gateway you see at a uh, well, it'd be a Shinto shrine. Typically in Japan, kind of uh, you can think of it as you got you two horizontal and one vertical arch. A lot of times they're orange or red, Uh, but so that's that's what it is. You you have to build one of those at the summit of Mount Fuji outside of uh, Tokyo probably a little more than outside. You have very few constraints, but they're also important constraints. Here's your three constraints you have. Number 1, you cannot assemble the tory before you leave your base camp. Number 2, all material must be transported at the same time, and number 3, no person may be present when you build it at the summit. So in other words, this has to be done uh, remotely. So there's a couple of key things to think about or talk through with your team as you're doing this. Uh, the first is what obstacles are you giving yourself with the solution you've come up with? You know, for instance, if you use an aerial drone to build the, the Tory, how big will the aerial drone need to be in order to uh, to carry all the materials at the same time and also what are the how much will the weather then affect that solution right it, it you suddenly you know maybe a different solution the weather isn't a, an obstacle for you but here maybe it is cuz you've got to fight against it as you're assembling it uh and and placing it so think about Think about that. The other one to talk to your team about and think about is the assumptions, the assumptions you've made uh, when you heard the constraints and the problem. How were they affecting your solution? You know, for instance, how big is the tour you're building? Right, that wasn't a constraint, but most people think of these uh, as, you know, well. For lack of a better term, life size, right? They're big enough for you to walk through, and a lot of times they're bigger than that. They're big enough for big groups to walk through. And so, if if that's what your plan was, was to haul up, you know, to uh, phone uh, telephone poles and the uh, the archway on the top, you know, why that big? And and what did that? How big did that force your aerial drone? to become or your other solution, your other drone, I guess it would have to be a drone almost at this point. Uh, again, am I making an assumption here that it has to be a drone, you know? And secondly, um, if it's tiny, let's say you, you do catch that. Let's say you, you, someone on your team does catch the fact that there is no, uh, Constraint on the size of the Tory. and so they make it very tiny. You know, two toothpicks and the the archway. To again, again, how does that affect uh, the building of it at the top? You know, whereas if you had a larger, heavier object, it makes it easier for a remote uh, system to assemble it. Where if it's very tiny, it might be more difficult because you need. Uh, smaller graspers or whatever to build it, and same thing here. I'm I'm introducing another assumption that you're building it at the summit. I specifically changed that first constraint. Uh, originally, I did say that it had to be built at the summit, but I thought that was a little unfair. It just can't be assembled at your uh, base camp. Can't before you leave the base camp. So you could build a device that assembles it at sea level. Right? You know, you, you roll out a base camp five feet, you assemble it, then you roll up the uh, mountain. So you don't have to assemble it on top of the mountain or you know there's other solutions. What if uh, you have a good enough device that assembles it on the way up so you're, you're doubling up. So then those are things you can talk about with you know if you everybody's coming up with their own solutions, come back together and discuss, your solutions, discuss your assumptions, and then discuss uh, you know, vote on who you think has the uh the best solution for whatever you think uh that means or your or more importantly, why don't you ask the group which one has the best and why? And and that'll help you kind of understand how they're thinking so that when you're doing your problem for your brainstorming session, you can change your language, and and direct it based on how they're already thinking. Uh, thank you for listening, and please email any suggestions or your favorite solution to this problem or any problem from previous episodes. You can email them to lpp at soapboxrocket.com, or you can send them via Twitter at soapboxrocket, And let your friends know about the show's website, lpp.soapboxrocket.com. Thank you. Okay, we checked all four systems and there you go on modulation, all four, and keying was a go. Roger, you're locked. We're here also. All right, so second half of the show, and we don't have any solutions. No one submitted uh, your problems. So instead, I'm going to ask everyone to go out and inform others, your friends, coworkers, uh, about the show. You can point them to our Twitter at Soapbox Rocket or the podcast's website lpp.soapboxrocket.com and i'm also going to ask that wherever you get your podcasts from go on and uh please leave us a review uh, for example if you're on itunes go on there uh, you know you don't have to write a review but you can you know give us the number of stars you think are appropriate uh And uh, other than that, we do need listener answers for the second half of the show. So send your favorite solutions to at Soapbox Rocket on Twitter or email them to LPP at SoapboxRocket.com. Thank you.